Hello and welcome everybody to That's So Funny. I'm your host, Ryan Neal, aka The No Experience. Today with me, I have Angelica or Angelica FTW. She is a friend of mine that I met through someone who was actually on a previous episode, Zach OP, and she's a great time to be around. She's one of the most supportive people I've ever met on Twitch, and I hope you guys will check out her content. You can find her on Twitch at Angelica FTW, as most people would say it, but she pronounces it Angelica. And you can find her on Twitter as well, at FTW and Helica. We talked about things like sleep, time management, pain management, you know, via medicine, and all sorts of things. So I hope you guys enjoy the podcast. Take care, guys. When I started streaming, I immediately went into Fortnite. Like, I learned how to play Fortnite on stream. Oh, really? That's That's mm-hmm. got to be a rough time. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was fun. It's not like I had... I, I actually had, a, like, a decent viewing, I guess, because I was in a lot of communities. But okay. it was, like, I don't know. It was all my... It's always been, like, close friends and stuff. Yeah, I noticed... Uh, well, see, you mentioned you had, you had never streamed the one before. I sh- that's what I started on. I started... <laughs> I started doing trials carries. Like, that was my what I started streaming. And... <laughs> I, I was a totally different person. That was because that was four years ago. I was, I was like... How old are you now? Uh, 30. Uh-huh. How old are you? I did not know you were 30. What the heck? How old did you think I was? I don't know. I thought you were, like, younger than I am. <laughs> I'm 27, so I'm, I'm not that young. Yeah, you're not old either. You're not me. No, but I mean, like, I, I mean, I feel old. I have a fucking mortgage and <laughs> yeah, but, a six-year-old. Yeah, having having a kid, I've always told people it like adds like ten years to your life. I really feel oh, like that. Oh yeah, it it really does. I promise you. It, I I don't know. I some days I feel like old as fuck. <laughs> I was. You want to know what I was excited for this week? What's that? I got a new boiler. <laughs> God, how and we replaced our air conditioning. You're not this twenty-seven. Year. You're fifty-three. You are uh, yes. Your name yes. should be Karen, and you... <laughs> Look, when you replace your boiler after showering with cold water for a few I months, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I would be like, look, I'm going to get a kettle or something. We're going to heat up this water. Well, no, it wasn't. It wasn't like that either. It was just like you had a very small amount of hot water, and, you know, it's either my kid or me. So I was like, fuck, Giselle, uh, you're yeah. showering cold water. <laughs> <laughs> you're yeah. going to suffer. No, I mean... Yeah. Nah, she has never had to suffer cold showers, but I, I, had, a, did. I had a friend who lived in Canada, Canada. Okay. Cause you live, you live in Texas, right? Or no. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, uh, he lived in Canada. So completely different weather. And he would take cold showers and I'm like, you're going to die. You're going to have hypothermia. Some people, some people like cold showers though. No, he, he did it because of the same reason. Like they didn't have hot water, like it broke and they were just too poor to fix it. So like they just took cold showers for like months. I'm like, you're gonna die, dude. <laughs> but mine um, were mine wasn't every day. If I if I really didn't feel like taking a cold shower, I have you know a gym membership and stuff. True. So I didn't suffer. <laughs> like I'm just a baby. Hell, <laughs> you were here for 30 minutes and you're you're leaving fresh. Like, did you just come here to take a shower? Maybe. <laughs> uh, no, I work out every day. Do you really? <laughs> yes. Kudos to you. I go to the gym almost. How do you every day, find the not, time? I take yoga. Gosh. That's not- uh you learn to not sleep very much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well <laughs> Miss, I take like, four hour naps over here. Well, I take four hour naps because I sleep I, I don't sleep like full 
like say people sleep six to eight hours, right? Yeah. I sleep in like lapses, like three hours, like at, like say I'll go to sleep at like four in the morning, right? And mm-hmm. I wake up at 6.45 or 7 a.m. every day. Oh, God. How do you do that? So I sleep like three hours. So when I get home, I'll take like not just a nap, like I'll sleep again so I can stream and stuff like that, you know? Yeah. I if that makes sense. I know. Yeah. Like basically, like instead of sleeping seven hours, you split it up into two like mm-hmm. little. <laughs> Which, turns. granted, sometimes in the mornings and during the day, I'm like, fuck. Yeah. That's got to be rough. Three hours. But- yeah. But a lot of the times I do actually like sleeping like that because I feel like I have more time to do things. I can Even see if that. I take like say three naps. Uh you like, still you feel like your time is better allocated. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially because like streaming takes up a lot. I mean it it takes up a lot of time, but that's why I don't stream more than like four hours a day, you know. That makes sense. So like you stream, you have a kid, you barely sleep. You go to the gym, you have a job. Yes, I, I have a job. Where, I don't, <laughs> I don't know how you do it. You do? Oh, have you seen Harry Potter? Yes. You have like one of those time turners, like Hermione yes. had. Is that what it is? Yes. Called it. Figured it out, guys. I actually figured out how to schedule my time a lot better um, when I was going to school. Yeah. So, in college, I, I had Gisela, so I was. I ran on little sleep and I wasn't very good at my, with my time. But when I was in grad school, you don't really have that option to like not show up to class or have someone take notes for you or yeah. whatever. Right. So I had to learn to just, just be do better it with yeah. my time. Just and the little things like the little tedious things, like not spend, you know, 45 minutes in the shower getting ready and stuff like that. You, you just have to learn to just, do the little things a lot faster and a lot just in a way that's a little bit easier. Like in the mornings I wake up and I try to get mostly ready before I take Gisela to school. So when I come back home, I take the dogs out and finish getting ready. And then I leave. Like I, I try to just, instead of like sitting in bed for like six hours being fucking lazy, I just, you know, don't really watch TV and stuff like that. I feel you. Don't really do a lot of the, you know, you went to TCU, right? Mm-hmm. How, what, did you, uh, what did you major in when you were there? Health and clinical sciences. Oh, okay. So how do you apply that like now? Like, do you... Right. I, um, so I actually went to a TCOM center. Okay. So I am, um, I am a DO as opposed to an MD, which is alternative care, um, which I'm in, currently in an internship. internship at one of the hospitals nearby. That's really cool. My my sister's a nurse, so I know very little about the medical world just through her, you know, her eyes and her telling me stories. It the things she has told me, I know I could never be in a medical field. Maybe if I did like clerical work, but even then I'm like I don't want to have to see patients. <laughs> I think it it just depends also. I think like the field I'm going in is a little bit different because Essentially, what I want to do is um, like pain management or long-term health care. Like hospice or? Not exactly like hospice. Say like uh, I was working in a burn victims unit for a very mm, long time. Okay. Um, and I've also worked with patients going through chemo. Um, looking for alternative pain management. 
which is kind of what I want to go into. But I mean, also applying that is really difficult because a lot of the times when we go into internships, you know, and not everything is going to be of your choosing. And yeah, you like you may, you may have to... yeah, you have to build connections because I, I want to work in like a private facility. I don't want to work in like a huge hospital. Yeah, no. it will. Yeah, it's also the private facilities probably are just a little nicer and more comfortable. Yes, you're not. <clears throat> You also feel like probably that you matter more, I would think, if it's a private facility, you're... Well, I think, yes, that too. But I think it's also um, more of one-on-one relationships with patients as opposed to just, you know... Yeah, you're not... Shuffling them out. Exactly. <laughs> you're you're not just their nurse. Like, you're, they know you. You know, you know them. Mm-hmm. And it's... I think that yeah. helps a lot. I mean, my, like I said, my sister's a nurse. She works in a like a cardio unit. And she has new patients every day. So it's not like... That's very short-term, whereas... Something like what you're doing. I mean, how long would the terms be like months, years? Like, I mean, it depends. It depends with patients. It depends on the person. Um, when you. So, OK, being a DO, a lot of people saw it as like a voodoo thing for the longest time. And it was very difficult, I guess, to explain to people that, you know, remedial therapies, um, acupuncture massage therapies, herbal remedies, everyone's like, oh, you're going to deal with weed. And I'm like, that's, that's, <laughs> that's not the only function, no. Um, a lot of the times you can see it as like a lifelong thing. So some people choose not to use like traditional, you know, remedies, medications and stuff like that, which I, I do believe in. I'm not going to say don't take medicine or don't don't get your kids vaccinated. Uh, Yeah, yeah, I'm not like that. No, no, no. I think there is a very healthy way to blend both to have, you know, traditional care, and to have remedial therapies, you know, you don't have to take medication for every single thing, you know, you have a headache, Yeah, you don't water, you know, go outside, uh, take a shower, or just breathe and relax, calm down, like, I think there's always different routes you can take and not just not pop a pill on your throat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. It's I actually read into that a lot recently because I found out that other like other countries don't prescribe medicine like like America does. Like Oh, definitely not. Like if mm-hmm. you like you know like for instance you were saying you have a headache. Like if you have a cold in America, you, you know, you can if you have a, a bad cold, you can go to the doctor and they'll give you like antibiotics. And like the likelihood is it's really not going to help that much you know most likely you're just going to be okay in a few days if you just write it out and my friend's like yeah you can't you don't get pill like he's like if you get pain medicine that means you're in a lot of pain i think it was actually it happened to josh yeah i was gonna say i think it was someone josh was in the hospital for like a few weeks he was really really sick they never really figured out what was going on with him but he was like oh i finally got a little bit of morphine he's like because i'm in like really serious pain but it was like he was like on a long time like just struggling well i think they're just so apprehensive because i mean morphine especially is a very addictive and i mean you see in america like just like pills are crazy addictive here like you can get adderall i mean adderall is a really big one but like i mean valium all that kind of stuff it's like that's just huge and it's not a thing in other places of the world. Well, and a lot of people don't realize that 
Um, even though they're like, oh, I'm fine. Like, I'm not going to become addicted to pills. They don't realize it's not, it's not in our mind frame a lot of the times to become addicted to anything. But yeah. you do something so much, it's just easier to, yeah, oh, let's... I have a really bad headache. Let me take this and I'll be fine. And you keep doing that over and over and over and over. But that affects every single function of your body, especially like your liver. And people don't really take that in, in mind, I guess. Yeah, I, uh, I've taken, I've taken pain medicine before, but that was, I don't know, 16 years ago, I had surgery where I had like a bone removed from my foot. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I had like stitches and everything. So like I had pain medicine for that. But even then, like I was 14 and I was still like, I probably shouldn't, like if I'm in a little bit of pain, I won't take one. Just because, like, I, I knew then that you can get addicted very easily. And my parents also told me, obviously, that, like, hey, you know, you can have these if you're really hurting. But, like, let's try. And they even they were like, you can maybe take like some lower end medicine or, you know, something like that. Because pain pills are very addictive. I think I had, it wasn't Vicodin. It was, some, it was something pretty, uh, it wasn't Oxycontin. But it was something like that, you know, like a, one of those ones that you could get addicted to pretty easily. Mm -hmm. And well, and I think they don't prescribe a lot of doctors here don't as easily prescribe it. My doctor doesn't know anymore. No, they'll, like they'll prescribe like high strength, like Tylenols yeah. and stuff like that, or, or be like, okay, you know, use heating pads. And I think a lot of doctors have tried to like kind of intricate it into their work to find remedial therapies or pain management without having to force down, you know, Vicodin or Oxycontin and stuff like that. Um, which I think is, I think that's great. Well, it's, uh, that's, what was, that's what I was saying. My doctor doesn't either. She is very apprehensive, you know, about just prescribing anything. Uh, she also tries to be a little bit more detailed in the way she does her care. Like, she'll ask, oh, have you been doing this? You know, like, what care have you been giving yourself to? You know, what other, like what you were saying, not alternative medicine per se, but like what other ways have you been trying to treat this other than just, you know, taking medicine for it? And it's it's very nice because she's like, oh, just, uh, you know, if if this is happening, just, you know, maybe do like, like go outside and walk a little bit or something like yeah, that. Yeah, and I think a positive attitude. I know that sounds so cheesy, right? <laughs> yeah, but I know what you mean, yeah. It, it does, but if you take into account that if you start telling yourself, I don't feel good, I don't feel good, I don't feel good you are not going to feel good. Yeah. I don't care like physically how you actually are at that moment. If you tell yourself, oh, this is going to happen or you're constantly stressed, you're not going to feel well. Yeah. If you try to, you know, I don't feel great, but fuck it. I'm going to get up and shower. I'm going to, you know, drink water, maybe go take my dog for a walk or something. A lot of times like that positive attitude can help you physically feel better. Well, it's just you're self-motivating, and mm -hmm. it's sometimes hard, I, especially for me. I've always had motivation, just trouble finding motivation for things. And then I found, like, oh, if you just tell yourself, I'm going to do it, rather than I wish I could find the motivation to do it. If you just tell yourself, I'm going to do it, you'll just end up doing it, and then you, it's done, and it's and then you get more motivated in the future, you know? The just do it, like, movement is, like, the realest thing in the world, I swear to you. It is. It really is. It, I mean... It really is, because if you just shut up and do whatever you have to do, it'll get done. That's all there is to it. Like, 
I used to overthink everything, like especially like content. I don't know about you, but like if I want to do something new for content, I'm just like, okay, I gotta like, I, I would get like anxiety about it. Like, okay, what if they don't like it? You know, what what if it doesn't go well? What if uh, you know, what if what what if what if what if, what if you know all these, and then eventually I'm just like, no, I'll just do it. And if they don't like it, I won't do it again, <laughs> or you know, I'll, I'll I'll fix what they didn't like about it or whatever. Because you it's, you don't you don't know if they're gonna like it or if you know or if it's gonna go well if you don't do it. Well, and as content creators, that's one of the things is we self-criticize so much. Yeah. We self I mean, I think nobody criticizes our content more than we do. Oh, a hundred percent. But because nobody does. And you see, you see, oh shit, you know, like there was 10 less people in my stream or four less people in my stream or my regulars kind of didn't talk or something. Mm -hmm. A lot of times we're like, fuck, they probably hated it. So I shouldn't do it. Yeah, hundred percent. Nobody not... has said anything to you yet. <laughs> Literally, nobody has said anything to you oh yet. You're gosh. you're just you know sitting at your desk after stream or in the shower, just <laughs> holding your head and being like, "Fuck, I'm failing." I fucking but yeah. It's not because no... they all had something to do, or you know, they just weren't as talkative. It's it's always because they hate you, or you know, you're a piece of shit. They're like you're like everybody hates me. Nobody yep. loves me. They forgot about me. I'm not here. <laughs> you know, and that's such a horrible. I try. I'm. I'm really bad about that. Too. You know what's the worst is when I take breaks, like and either unintentional or intentional breaks. Like, I went to the beach for four days, like in October, and when I came back, I'm like, no one's gonna watch my stream now. It's it's over. Like I've been gone for almost five days, or like when I was sick recently, I had like You're that. Like they won't know I exist anymore. <laughs> they don't care about me. My it friends don't love me anymore. <laughs> exactly it's it's a rough life as a content creator you know what that happens to me too but at the same time and sometimes i complain about this i am so at fault for complaining about people checking up on me right i'm like fuck i just want to take a day off right yeah and i'll have people be like when are you streaming are you streaming you stream seven days a week no i usually try to do five to six Um, i've pretty much always done six i i used to do six all the time I i took an extra day off because I was, uh, I used to stream literally seven days a week. And then I was like, I have to have a day off because it just was like, I wanted a family day. I'm really close to my family. So I was like, I need some time to spend with my family. And if I'm streaming every night, it's not going to work out well. So I started taking off Wednesdays to spend with them because there was like this show that we all watched that came on. So I was like, okay, I'll get off work, come home, get dinner. And we'll watch the show together. It'll be an easy night. And then I started the podcast and I'm like, well, fuck. I need another night, you know, to record that. So I was like, I'll take Sundays off and try to record then. And it's it's definitely a lot better because I feel like streaming some days is an obligation, you know? Like, it's like I have to get on a stream, and I hate feeling like that. So five days for me has been, like, pretty perfect where I don't ever feel like it's an obligation. I want to come home and stream. I want to... You find good balance, yeah. Yeah, and I've, I've even considered going down to four to, like, try to make other content, like YouTube and stuff like that, but that's... That's that's in the the back burner right now. But that's smart though. If that's what works for you, that's great. Because I think a lot of us try to also adjust to like what other people are doing. Like, oh, they're yeah. you know they're grinding. Like, I want to grind. Like, I want to do that. But if that doesn't work for you, don't do it. <laughs> well, see the the worst thing I think is like comparing yourself to like mm-hmm. full time content creators, like you know the big the big guys. And I'm like, 
yeah, they can play that new game for eight hours while you're at work because that's their job. You can't do that. Like, I can't go home and be like, all right, guys, we're going to stream eight hours of this new game and I'm not going to sleep. So I have to go to work in the morning. It's, well, and that's also why I cut down my content to like four hours a day. Yeah, I mean, I, th I think four hours is almost perfect, especially if you're doing it like you do six days a week or five days a week, because four hours gets everyone has a chance to come in and say hi. You know, you, you're not on too long, whereas, you know, like you get burnout and you're not on too too little where people don't get to see you. Well, and if I decide to do a little more or a little less, it's not really painful. Exactly. If I decide to do five to six hours, that's that's actually a really good stream, you know? Yeah, I, I decided to do three hours. I'm like, oh, okay, you know, it was a little stream. It's fine. Mm -hmm. I, I'm 100% with, I'm on board with that. Speaking yeah, of. Yeah, if I tr try to stream for like eight hours, I think I would uh, <clears throat> just grab my entire PC and throw it out the window. <laughs> <laughs> like every day, I cannot imagine, at least right now where I am, trying to stream eight hours a day every single day. I'd be like, nope, peace. Yeah, I, I couldn't. I used to actually, so I, when I worked at an escape room, uh, I, it, I stopped working there last year. I worked there for three and a half years. While I was there, I was working basically 24 to 30 hours a week, and it was always typically nights. So I'd work like 3.30 to 10 or 11. Then I'd come home and stream. And I would stream from like then to like 5 or 6 in the morning. And that was way different than what i do now like i've had to adjust my schedule so much for my job like i mean there's certain people just can't watch me anymore because they live in different countries so they're they're not even awake when i'm streaming so all the eu babies yeah i had a lot of eu mm -hmm. a lot of eu people that you know don't get to watch my stream anymore and it's it's rough um because the, you know a lot of those a lot of those people are my friends but it's actually felt a lot better because i feel like so you're you're Central Time and I'm Eastern. Mm -hmm. So I start my stream at like eight Eastern uh, every day, which is five PM uh, Pacific. So it feels good to me because everyone's roughly home by that point, and if they're not, they're typically home by I get off around around midnight or one AM Eastern. You know, which is obviously three hours later or three hours earlier on the West Coast. So everyone ha in America has a chance to come see me, and. It's a good feeling. I, I don't feel like I'm ever getting burnt out or that because I don't know if you ever streamed it like because when do you what time do you stream? Okay, so it kind of varies depending on like when Gisela goes to bed and, you know, if I had the time to shower and get ready because I usually do get ready, like makeup and everything probably around eight, I would say. So I usually start. I try to start at around 9.30 to 10, but I usually start hitting around 10.30 is, like, when I'm, like, fully settled in to start stream, I guess. Got you. Got you. But, I mean, it's anywhere between, like, depending on my day. Like, the weekends, if she's not here and I'm not working, I usually start earlier. But I've... And I try to get to those EU babies that, you know, I don't get to talk to <laughs> yeah. regularly. Or Zach. Zach just doesn't sleep. Let's be honest. He, just, <laughs> he really doesn't. <laughs> he just does not sleep. I don't know what that boy does. He does. He he sleeps. He just. I think he started taking naps too. I think. <laughs> You've infected him. You've infected I him. Hey, naps are great. I, think, I hate. Well, I even hate though naps. you say they're not naps, you said they're not. No, you. If you sleep for longer than like thirty to an hour, you're you're just sleeping. You're not taking Look, a nap. 
their naps. Okay, relax. <laughs> we just nap for four hours at a time. You take twenty minute naps. You know? <laughs> I try. I try not to take naps because I I don't know what it is. I always feel terrible after I wake up. Groggy. Yeah, like like I don't know what it is. I just unless I'm sick. If I'm sick. I'll take like a like a thirty minute, or you know, I'll fall asleep for thirty minutes. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't, mm-hmm. I didn't plan to like lay down, but when I'm like fine and you know my normal self, I I don't nap. I typically what it is I think is I'll sleep for X amount of time, wake up, I'll feel groggy, you know, crappy for like three hours, then I'll eat something, you know, that really just wakes me up perfectly. Like the sh- my shower, my morning shower always gets me awake and not like zombie but once i get to eat like lunch which is typically two or three hours after i wake up then i'm like fine until i go to sleep later that night like my i'm I'm perfect so i don't know what it is like but if i don't get at least six hours of sleep i i don't feel well and napping doesn't help i don't know why i wish it did i think it's also about adjusting our bodies and our minds kind of adjust to anything i'm used to like my schedule so even though people are like you're crazy that schedule is terrible like why are you sleeping like that you don't sleep (laughs) a regular everyone's body's different yeah i'm like it's just what has worked for me so far it's like what i feel comfortable with and maybe when i first started doing this you know what i'm sure i probably felt like shit for a while but you know, it's like anything. If you were to switch to nights and sleep during the day or if, you know, it just, I think it just kind of depends, but. It sounds like your body just gave up. It was just like, whatever, you win, <laughs> you win, okay? Well, I've always liked napping, though. I've always <laughs> been the, one of those people. I've, like, get a blanket, get a blanket and cuddle up. Like a well, and then fluffy Giselle blanket. is a sleeper, too. We are just sleepy people. <laughs> Guess I'm like vampires. What are you talking? We're just sleepy. (laughs) No, no, we just we cuddle up. Well, I can't. I I used to have a really normie schedule for like the longest time. I'd be in bed by like ten o'clock, waking up at like five or six when I was in school. But um, you've also like treated things like you just want to sleep for days. And again, just like sleeping for four hours isn't, or uh, sleeping for four hours isn't a nap. Sleeping for days isn't sleeping. That's called a coma. I hope you know that. <laughs> well, I think it just depends. Uh, a few, what was it, like a few weeks ago, Giselle got really, really sick. Yeah. I felt like I just wasn't sleeping, like not even a little bit. You know, she would wake up at night and, you know, as soon as I, I was like, okay, I can finally get some sleep, she'd be like, just awake. I'd be like, fuck. Mommy, <laughs> like, why are I'm you like, crying? I'm like, please go back to sleep. But, you know, I just kind of. Depends. And if I'm working during the holidays, I worked a lot. So on top of working, I was trying to stream a lot. Um, and that's kind of when I was like, okay, I'm going to try to cut down and like make sure I have at least one day off. Uh, it's. I just kind of try to adjust a little bit more too, but um, it just kind of depends on what's going on. I think the moral of the story is just take time for yourself. <laughs> like- yes. Everyone needs time for themselves. Necessary that is. I sometimes don't realize how necessary that is to have my own space and time and mm-hmm. breathing room. You know, and like, and like, honestly, sometimes I just do nothing. Like, I'll, I'll just either, you know, I'll just like zone out and like kind of veg out. You know, like I'll throw a show on or something, and like I just chill. I don't, I don't try to like actively do anything. You know, it's it feels good not to do something <laughs> or not to do anything. But, I can totally agree with that. 
it's it's tough. So I laid in bed for like an hour today. I was just like, just <laughs> like I laying like, there doing nothing. Yeah, I, I don't see. I don't. I don't get in my bed after I wake up. Like after I get out of my bed, I don't get back in my bed until I go to sleep. But what I'll do is when I wake up, my you know like I typically set an alarm every day unless like it's a unless I go to bed really late. I won't set an alarm because I'm like I'll just I'll typically wake up after six hours anyways. But I don't want to wake up before I would naturally wake up. If that makes sense. So like I'll just lay yeah, in bed for that. a little bit after I wake up, just kind of like bringing the day in, you know? Because I sleep with like blackout curtains. I don't have any light in my room when I sleep. It is it is pitch black in my room. So when I wake up, it could be six a.m. It could also be three p.m. and I wouldn't know the difference. I'm kind of like that too. I actually put like my tall dresser in front of my well to make Door. space for my computer. <laughs> yeah, I wish it was. My You're not coming in. <laughs> Fuck you all. Leave me alone. I'm actually that. Mommy, kind of I'm hungry. <laughs> and to go, just start calling the dog. Oh go my get her God. food. <laughs> you, just no, leave, uh, you just leave $20 on the phone. <laughs> like a I just phone like out. slide it under call the. Some pizza, call it some pizza. <laughs> just slide it under the freaking <laughs> door. The $20 bill. <laughs> <laughs> nah, she's actually. My kid is actually pretty self-sufficient. She's, yeah. Uh, she's got, she has siblings. So she adjusted to like, you know, having older siblings from her dad. That's understandable. Yeah. But she's used to me also. So we both like having our space, but we like being together. So sometimes she'll just be like, I'm going to go grab a snack. I'm like, okay, do you need help, baby? And she's like, no, I got, I'm, I'm fine. I'm good. She just come back with her snack and she's just chilling. Like she she kind of just does her she likes doing her own thing. That's cool. That's she good. Knows, she knows I'm there. She's pretty independent, I think. Consider I mean she's 6. I mean, yeah, pretty young. Well, she's she's little, so we like make life easier. We have like a little drinks fridge where yeah, we have like cool. juices and milk and tiny waters and stuff like that and her little snack basket where she has like I was thinking you know. of that scene from Big Daddy where he, the kid goes to pour milk on his cereal and oh, the whole no. jug goes all over the floor. <laughs> oh no. my gosh. No, we, we try to avoid those kinds of things. And she knows where to like, grab her stuff from. But she's pretty self-sufficient. So you know what? I think she'd last quite a bit. That's, you know, yeah. she needed to, I think she'd be okay. I think she's had to. I, I don't know. If she had to, uh, I think she'd, she'd be okay. You're like, she's learned either. from experience. She's she's fine. No, I mean she she does kind of do her own thing, and she kind of she has a pretty good understanding about you know, like you know where to grab snacks and where to do her own thing, and you know she's not sitting there asking me how yeah. to turn on the TV and stuff like that. Like that's good. I mean, she'll probably have an easier time in school too, like not having to depend on other people. You know, the the only thing about that is. We did struggle kind of at first because she's like the youngest one in her class. Oh, does she have like a September birthday? No, um, I have a September birthday, so I was the older one. She has a June birthday. Okay. So she is a lot younger than a lot of the kids. And then her class is actually first and second graders. And she's oh, in first grade. Okay. So she is like the, really like young. Yeah. Baby in there. Uh, so we did kind of struggle with that at first, but she she'd get frustrated and feel like she was behind. But I'm like, no, no, no. What day is your birthday? September 6th. Oh, mine's the 8th. 
<gasps> really? Yeah. Who's that's what Virgo baby is. I know. I, well, that's why I asked because I was the youngest, like one of the youngest in my class because I got oh, like you. They let you in school, like yeah. So like I was, I started uh, kindergarten when I was four, and then I I turned five while I was in kindergarten. I think I graduated when I was seventeen, like uh, high school when I was seventeen. See, you know, even though to some people that might be ideal, like oh, you know, toss them in school like as early as possible. I feel like that takes away though. It they they told my mom that like I would have like social issues if like I was go ahead and my mom was like no he'll be okay and I, w- I mean i was i was it was never an issue for me but i could see it being a problem i was also always a big kid so it looked like i looked the age of everyone else see for me i struggled because okay i couldn't enter school here because i didn't speak english oh so i was put in like um it was like a private like I don't even know Baptist school or something. Oh, okay, yeah, time. yeah, I can see that. It was like a church school because and that's where my teach parents you were able. Okay, <laughs> no, nobody spoke Spanish there. My parents. Oh my gosh! What? <laughs> yes, I talked to my they mom about this. They sent you to a school where you could yes. not speak the language that was being taught. I actually in. talked about this on stream the other day. So, oh my god! They just wanted me not to miss out on the school year. I mean, I, I get Basically. it. They were trying to do the best, but that's crazy. They couldn't find somewhere to put me, so they were like, fuck it, we'll just pay. So they put me in, like, a private, like, I don't even know. When we were Catholic at the time, so I don't even know what. What did they do? How did they handle that? I cried a lot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my I gosh. remember, like, clinging onto my dad, like, his shirt and being like, no. Go. Yeah, that's rough. I, I I cried. I was like, I was little. I didn't speak any English. I had no understanding for the language. It worked out because I did leave that school speaking full English. Okay, that's. But I nobody mean, that's, spoke. Nobody spoke well, Spanish. You, you. Oh yeah. Which is I crazy because was that learn. in Texas as well? Yes. Uh, Dallas. You, you would think more people would speak Spanish. It was just a. It was like a private Baptist like school church. I think. Okay. Or something. I don't know. I can actually tell you the name of the school. I think it was called Messiah's Lands. Let I'm gonna look it up because I actually. <laughs> oh my god! Great memory, by the way. Messiah's Lands if... Preschool. Oh, Lutheran oh. Early Childhood School. Wait, what? I've actually never looked this up. <laughs> now that I think about it, um, so yeah, you, you'd it's... have to like just learn English out of necessity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, they that's just how tossed me in a school. They were like. Good luck. I have a lot of friends who uh, whose parents are from you know another country, and they tell me that well, you, you you can just see it in in people like you, you you don't sound like you never spoke English. You know what I'm saying? Like you sound American, if that makes sense. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So like they grow up and they sound American, and then their parents sound completely different. I mean, there's a comedian that I love. His mom is Peruvian, mm-hmm. and he he sounds he he looks he looks like a white guy. Like, he's just, like, this normal white guy, because his dad's white, but he can speak fluent Spanish, because his mom's Peruvian. She never spoke English to him, because she couldn't, and he just had to learn Spanish so he could talk to his mom, and it's it's very interesting. I'm, I, I told uh, Hakuna, I believe, when he was on mm-hmm. Juan, that I was very... I, I'm always very jealous of people that can speak two languages, because I, I, I think it's just really cool to see people go in and out of a language, especially if they're talking to their family. 
because you know i don't i only speak english yeah i mean i don't i don't speak in english to my family i mean that makes sense why would you it doesn't it's like a well my mom's english is a little bit broken okay um but also it's a respect thing yeah my dad's english is great um he speaks english pretty regularly but and like my my a lot of my aunts like my tias and tios and stuff like all of them like speak english and spanish um, some of them have a little bit more broken English or like just an accent, like heavy accents, but mm-hmm. it's a respect thing, I think, with our with our parents. Um and my mom was very very strict on us not forgetting the language, which there's no way I was ever gonna forget it. I mean, my first language is Spanish. I know how to read it and write it, and I know how to read it and write it well also, which is I think very important. Um but I mean, I think for us, it's just a respect thing. I I would never like speak in English to my mom. There's like some words that I like don't know. No, are you in good? both languages? But um, so she'll like correct me, and I mean, she still does it. My mom is not. She does not play when it comes to that. <laughs> she will literally like snap at me and be like, <laughs> "Say it like this," and I'm like, oh. "I love I love Spanish moms. Sorry. I think I think the like the stories I get to hear about them." are the best like oh no say like like just i can hear it in my head now and just like speaking that really fast spanish i feel like a lot of moms get like this really strict well she's strict but like very kind of mean vibe right Uh uh-huh because they're like oh they speak so fast or they sound so pissed off my mom is the nicest lady you'd ever meet (laughs) you could show up at my house right now and she'd be like can i get you something are you cold are you hungry oh yeah oh yeah she's like the nicest woman um and granted, she's great grandmother. That's been one of the biggest blessings for me. But she's she's so sweet. She's literally the nicest woman I've ever met. I thought you were saying um, she was a great grandmother, as in that your kid had a kid. I'm like, wait, no, no, what, no, are no, you, no, what is happening? A great pause, grandmother. grandmother. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, she's a she. She's always been a big, big help to me, and um, you know, she's very. She's always been very loving. You know, I, when we were younger, she was a lot more strict. Um, but as time went on and, you know, she had to adapt and we had a lot of issues with one of my younger brothers and stuff like that. Um, she, she learned to, I guess, adapt to us too and learn yeah. to be more understanding because we were very like, I didn't want to tell her things when I was younger. Like, like what kind like, of things? I was always afraid to just say anything. Like, <laughs> I remember the first time I wanted like birth control or something. Oh, I, yeah. It was like. It was like all the stuff I felt was like was, bad, especially if they were Catholic. Something. I mean, yeah, I felt it was like all this stuff. Well, she's not even Catholic anymore. Um, she still has like she still believes in her religion and she still you know loves God, but she doesn't like try to force it onto us or even my daughter. She has her own beliefs and you know she doesn't she doesn't go to church anymore and she just kind of just does her own thing, you know. Cool. So um, are your parents, are they from Mexico? No, they're, we're actually Spaniards. Oh, okay. Um, but my dad grew up in parts of Mexico and my mom had immigrated there. Oh, okay. And then my older brother is actually Mexican. The one I live with, he is... Um, his father was from there. I don't, I don't really know that much about him that... But um, so we grew up with a lot of like both the like Spaniard and Mexican traditions, I guess, 
also we grew up in texas so it's a lot a big mexican population mm -hmm. that's why i asked yeah. like i didn't want to assume but no it uh i have i have a mexican what? friend from texas she's, she's from waco texas and like she just <laughs> first of all texas is a very independent place like mm -hmm. it's its own world almost and then yeah we don't we forget everyone else exists you know <laughs> well, in the u.s it's just texas florida and cali like that's that's all that we have <laughs> and she oklahoma sometimes too and she's and like i said she's mexican so like being a mexican from texas is like also like another like big thing like she's like big she's all about big red and tamales and i'm like okay i don't get i don't get it what's i don't I know what big red is for a solid month look i've that's never fun. had one that makes me sad well so i have i have a mexican friend like i'm really close to his name's fernando and he's from cali and i'm like you gotta come over and make me some man because he makes them every year and i'm like you what, what share the wealth bro like what are you doing my mom like freezes them well i mean i they're they seem so to be a big part of like spanish weeks. culture <laughs> <laughs> so i literally was you want to hear goofy ass story i sure. was like sick of them i was like <laughs> you just yourself. discord i was in discord and uh i was talking to zag we were, i don't even know what we were playing but i was like destiny i was like yeah i went to go get food he's like what'd you get and i was like you can guess he goes tamales <laughs> i was like he's like damn it was like two weeks later like i'm still eating you're them just crying like, eating them. Oh my my God, so bad. And i was like dude i was like i have acid reflux <laughs> but i'm just like still sitting there eating them you're just like you're getting ill from eating them i was like i don't care and you know what i was right back to eating them like the uh, next day it I doesn't mean... matter like it's just we have them once a year, okay? But I have them for like three weeks and don't complain about it. You're like that. They they so the stockpile finally empties, and you're like, I don't ever want to see a tamale again. Oh no, that's <laughs> not true. I was like talking about. I was like, I think it was like the day before yesterday. I was like, man, we right now. I kind of want. Look, we're fiends, okay? We're literally fiends. Oh my we gosh, I'm crying. A Hispanic person too, and even though. I'm mostly I well I I'm sure there's like something else along the line. I don't really believe we're like a like a pure Yeah. Uh, I know. mean but you, you don't have to talk to me about being pure. I'm I'm like like when someone asks me, what are you? I'm like, I'm American. I don't know, man. Like there's so I much I say I'm Texan all the time. Yeah, see it's like it's like my my blood is so mixed, man. Like I'm white. I, like there's nothing pure well, about white people anymore. I, I just consider myself Hispanic just because of, like, all the... I guess we grew up with so many Mexican people, too. Yeah, I mean, it's heavily um, influenced in your life. Oh, oh yeah. It's, well, and you know what? The one thing we do struggle with is my mom actually talking about earlier about, like, her snapping at us about the way we say things is... um, There's a lot of slang in the language, right? Here. Yeah. Hmm? Man, she she doesn't... She does not... She's very proper. I knew... I, knew, mm -hmm. I took... I'm one of those people that took Spanish in high school, quote unquote. I did learn that, you know, Spain Spanish, like Spaniard Spanish, is very proper. You know, you say you say the usted with the the lisp. If they're if you're in Spain, you say it like that way. I think right. But you know, and then my Spanish teacher, she was from she was actually Hispanic. I think she was from. I want to say like Buenos Aires, but I don't I don't remember specifically. But she was she could. Like when we when we got to the higher levels, we could only ask questions in Spanish, you know, like 
mm-hmm. she made us speak in Spanish because she's like, you're not going to learn unless you just talk in Spanish. And she, one of the things she taught us was that, yeah, if you, you know, in America or, you know, Mexico is what she was talking about. It's a lot of slang. And she was like, it's, it's a, almost a different language yeah, well, at that point. In, in Spain, it's Castilian. The, the Spanish is, or Castilian, or to be like Castellano, but um, it is different. Um, I will say that I don't have a list because even though we don't notice our accents, I definitely have taken on, because I am in Texas, I've, my, my accent is definitely a little different. And I do, like, there's some words that I do still say differently. And when I speak Spanish in my stream, a lot of, like, the people that are Mexican or Venezuelan or Puerto Rican or whatever, right? Or mm-hmm. Guayabanos, like, it doesn't matter. Um, do notice that the way I say things and the way I speak is different. Yeah, it's, like, a little off. Mm-hmm. It is. It is a little bit different. Now, also, just the way it is in America that everybody speaks English differently. Yeah. In Mexico, everyone, I mean, the, the amount of accents that there are and the, the amount of like terminology and stuff like that is there. It's so varied that even though someone might say they're Mexican, they're not just Mexican. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. So there is like the, I feel like the amount of accents you find and the way people say things are so varied. So for me, as soon as someone tells me they're Mexican, I'm like, oh, where are you from? Because I like, I want to know like the way they sound like. Yeah, what region? Yeah, because when it's... you run into like Colombians, like the way they say things like so spicy and like, <laughs> yeah. they're like, they're so extra. Like every time I go to Miami, I'm like, I love talking to them because it's just like, there's just this like vibe of, of different people, which you'll find in. For me, that's like, it's just, it's just interesting, I guess. I agree. I, I, I assumed that it was that way because, I mean, if you look at like places like the UK and how, they have like 17 different dialects of English there, I would assume every country, you know, is kind of like that. I don't know how, I'm curious if Asian dialects are like that, you know, like Japanese because, you know, or whatever, Korean, because I feel like they have much stricter guidelines. I don't know. Maybe I, I could be wrong there. I'm assuming so just because of regions, like the ways people like say things and, you know, things they eat and stuff like that that are different, which that's another thing. It's like tamales. When people say tamales, not all tamales are the same. (laughs) Not all menudo is the same, like especially like in that country. And like you're going to find things even here, like there are some things that we eat that. But I mean, that all adds to, I guess, the culture and like the way they say things and which is, I think, cool. Um, I think it, I think just, it makes everyone feel a little bit more unique. You know, it's like, <clears throat> oh, and I, that, that's what I love about Twitch. Yeah, exactly. You find, you find people from like, when did we think we were going to make friends with all these people in the UK? <laughs> I, you know, I regret it every day. Like, oh man. <laughs> no, there are some days where I'm just like, what am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. They're going to listen to this and be like, <laughs> I know. I hate you, Zach. Yeah, I love. But, um... I love. <gasps> hey, <laughs> don't make me white knight. I white knight both of you against each other. Come on. No, me and me and Zach, our hate for each other is our love. 
Y'all don't hate each other. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's a it's a joke. Y'all would probably smooch as soon as y'all found each other. As if we haven't already. You have you didn't tonight. You didn't tonight. <laughs> I'm gonna have FaceTiming. But no. But I it's funny you mentioned that. It's actually something I wrote down that I wanted to talk to you about. It is insane. We've how long have you been streaming? Mm, two years. Okay, so I've been streaming for four years this March. Oh, that that's why. Yeah, it is a long time. And I've... It's... You have to push through a couple of hurdles to get to four years. But especially when you don't see success really early. I mean, I saw success really early on when I was doing trials carries. After I stopped doing that, it was... It was a little rough. Because you go from... Like, when you're not a service stream anymore, people do not want to come around. But, you know... Yeah, and as much as I think that's great for some people... I feel like that kind of sucks. You don't want to be a service stream ever. No. If anyone's listening to this and you're like, I'm going to start doing trials carries when it comes back here and whatever, whenever, don't. I respect uh, it. I will say this. I respect it because there is something for everyone. If you don't want to pay for your shit, don't. Yeah. Oh, no. But there yeah. is something for everyone. And you know what? People find the way to find other services somewhere else anyways. Oh, 100%. Oh, I, it kills me when I see like these ads. Or like, oh, get your recluse two hundred dollars, oh, and I'm like, yeah. what? No. But I have been lucky enough to have a lot of friends and people in my community that, uh, if help. they know I'm struggling with something, which, let's be honest, Zach has been very helpful, and there a lot of like AJ and all of them have been so kind to help me with a lot of that stuff. Um, but you're not bad yourself. Don't don't discredit yourself. There is well, no, I'm not. I'm not saying that either, but, you know, if I feel like I'm struggling with something, or I'm just, and it's not even about not being able to do it. It's about being annoyed doing it, I guess, for yeah. me. Well, like, if I feel like I'm just going to throw my PC out the window, <laughs> I'd rather not do it. Well, that's like me. Like, so recently I hit up uh, Hakuna and I was like, hey, man, I can solo get this recluse, but can you just play with me for, like, a couple games? Because he's, like, really good. Mm-hmm. And he was like, yeah, man. And like, I hopped in with him and one of his friends and it was like the easiest thing in the world because they're both better than me. And I'm not bad. I, I can hold my own. But when you're playing with people that are way better than you and it just makes it that much easier, I'm like, cool. That was... Honestly, also when you're just playing with people. Yes. It, when you're playing people you can talk to and communicate with, it makes mm-hmm. it a lot better. That you enjoy their company. Exactly. That makes streaming and playing easier, I think, especially People don't in realize game. that, yeah. Like, well, that, that, it's like playing Fortnite. Like, I love just someone told me the other day they're like i was very surprised you were playing the game and talking to chat i'm like dude i'd rather talk to chat and not play the game like if you guys that's how i was when i was a fortnite streamer well okay unless unless when it gets intense like i gotta focus on the game obviously like if it's like you know down to the final whatever and we're fighting i'm not gonna read chat. ranked offline it was the only game that i ever like enjoyed playing offline i can see that i i i play offline sometimes like just to because i want to get better that's that's something i love about fortnite it's like i can Constantly can, feeling like you're there's no there's no limit to like my cap. abilities. Yes, yeah. I love that because I'm very competitive. So, being that I'm making pro, like just in the I've I started streaming it. I think I think I streamed it the day after Christmas. So it's been about a month and a half, and I've gotten um loads better. I'm kind of plateauing a little bit just because now I'm to the point where I have to do start start doing more advanced things in the game. But I just like that I'm getting better, and it's becoming easier to kill people <laughs> take that out of context <laughs> okay i think we you know, <laughs> you're like i gotta go the police. <laughs> um I'm no Dexter. i think with with 
<laughs> I was thinking about watching that the other day, but the end was so I, poopy. I stopped watching it when it got to the uh, like fourth season, like when the what's his name, John Lithgow or whatever. It. It's where wait, the... no spoilers. Okay, somebody might be listening and be like, "Fuck!" It's an old show. It's a guys. The show's been out forever. <laughs> Hey, there's always that one person that's there is. trying like, to be annoying. To someone be annoying. tried to tell me, hey, how dare you spoil that? I'm like, I'm talking about Harry Potter. The movies have yes. been out forever. I am Books sorry. Books have been out for like yeah. longer than it's been alive. Don't, don't come at me. And like, I'm like, it's like, hey, you spoiled Charlie and the Chocolate Factory for me. It's like, that movie came out in the 70s. What? what? No, yeah, but. I uh, somebody said that about Endgame. And I oh was like, gosh. look, if you haven't seen fucking Endgame by now, that's your own Yeah, default. someone said like that. like on Netflix. Yeah, I'm like. <laughs> It's three months out. Like it's it's been in the theaters forever. If you can't go to the theater in three months, you deserve to have Endgame spoiled for you. That's all I'm saying. Um, I usually wait till after they come out of theaters, and then I'll talk about it. Because then I'm like, okay, you're a loser. You could watch it, it online. By I now. give it a month, and then I'm like, I can't, I can't hold it back. You know, you, you can only like levy the the water. The, the levies break after a certain point. Like I'm not yeah, gonna. Yeah, usually. I, I actually avoid social media when I know I'm going to watch Oh, 100%. Like the day after it's, like, I was, released. I was super paranoid with the most recent Star Wars movie because I was I waited uh, to go see it. I, cause still, it, I still haven't seen it. I mean, it's... But honestly, I don't really care that much. I'll watch it when it comes out on it was, it was good. Disney+. Plus it, it was okay. It wasn't, like, amazing. But I liked it. But I'll watch it on Disney+. Plus. I was paranoid, like, <laughs> into it. walking into the theater. Like, because uh, my theater has reserved seating. So I was like, I don't have to wait in line or anything. That's great. But I was like, I don't want to see people coming out. Because people are some sometimes stupid and they'll say stuff. I remember I remember uh getting really excited about it, which I understand too. Yeah. And, and it's just but yeah, they'll talk about it. Yeah, they're just like, oh, oh, that scene with this character was so great. And I'm like, stop, stop talking. But uh back to my original point. Uh you've been streaming for two years i've been streaming for four that's probably I, I was kind of surprised that our we had never found one another because you're really good friends with uh i call him sick with it but he's he's I known as alan. yeah you call him alan which he and he goes by monty now i'm just like how many names do you have guy um well, it's because his hey, name look, is alan montgomery nugget nugget mm-hmm. i'll never My call name you is nugget. oh okay that's cute i still would have called okay. you an helica I mean, uh, there's I have like ten different names. People call me all kinds of stuff, but I'm like, whatever. <laughs> Some people are lazy, so they just call me Angel. Angel? There's like one person that calls me Annie, and I'm like, ooh, ooh, <laughs> yeah, ooh. <laughs> I cringe every single time, but I'm like, you know what? It's just one person. I'm just so it's fine. My whatever. my last name is Neil, by the way. My first name is Ryan. So yeah, I did know that. I don't know. I don't know why though. How I knew that? Is it on your Twitter? Mm, nope. I don't. I mean, it may be somewhere on my Twitter. Oh, I posted the other day. I posted screenshots of Ryan and Neil, and like it was like the uh, what is it? Urban Dictionary I don't, how definition. Did I know that? Do you have it on your like Twitch? Maybe. I think I might. I don't know. I have it, I probably posted it somewhere, but only my real life friends really call me Ryan. Um, so like my sometimes my viewers will learn my first name and they'll call me Ryan. I'm like no. Don't do that. That's weird. Cringy. But hmm. I think that's I think that's why we never crossed paths is because even though you're friends with Alan and, and Juan, 
uh, aka Sick and Hakuna, which is what I call them. We, I wasn't playing Destiny at all when you were. I think I may have been playing Destiny two a little bit when you were, and I think I think I may have come in your stream like one time, maybe. I have like this, it, it, you know, you know how sometimes you'll fabricate memories. You have it on your Instagram. Oh, okay. Is that is that where I have it? Yeah. Okay. I was like, I knew Walker. I knew that from somewhere. I just, I just went and checked your oh like my your. Gosh. Oh my gosh. You're you're right. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but no. Uh, is it? Oh, it is on my Instagram. Mm-hmm. I totally forgot that I had it there. That's cool. That's because I think Instagram is kind of like a more personal place, you know. Even though oh, I yeah, I have mine I, private. Oh, you do? Okay. Mm-hmm. Are you a Cowboys fan? Yes, I am. Die yeah. hard. I found that oh, unfortunately. I'm about to delete the damn podcast. Look. The... I grew up watching the Cowboys. Yeah. That I'm is sorry. one thing that I remember as like a kid. Was like that was like family get together time. Every making everybody making like carnasada, drinking beers, hanging out, all the cousins playing Goldeneye around a tiny fucking TV. <laughs> and like me usually getting bullied off of it but you know it's fine not a big deal i was usually playing with the dog or something right <laughs> so but yeah that was like well i'm a redskins fan so <sighs> feel how you may about that but that's how me and my friend uh from the girl i was telling you about from tech from waco that's how we became friends we she was she came here for college and she was working at the same place i was and one day i walk into work and she's literally standing because it was a call center right and mm -hmm. she's standing in the middle of the aisle, just like nailing football facts at people. And I'm like, okay, like kill it. You know, like she's like, she's like, and she was very, you know, animated and like, you could tell. You're like, I'm a little afraid, but I was, I, I, was I was like, yeah, I was like, okay, like you're telling this, these people off. You're wearing a Cowboys jersey. I hate you, but you know, you're, I, I, I respect the, I respect the game. And so like, she, uh, I, I was talking to her, I think because she was friends with someone else, and then we just became, like, best friends, even though we hate each other when football's on, but she would uh, come over to my house for football games, and it was, it was the best, because she's, she's so loud, and <laughs> when, like, the Cowboys would do bad, she's, like, standing up, screaming at the TV, so, and I, and I'm just, I'm just sitting there, like, when they're, if, like, the Redskins are winning, which doesn't happen often, you know, I'm just, like, poking her i'm like haha we won but she's she's uh miserable to be around when the cowboys are doing well mm -hmm. she's okay like even though i watch football and i like football and i understand football i'm not really like um i don't know i just I, like you like who you like and i'm just like that's cool oh no she, i'm not saying she's bad about it i i just i think it's actually fun to screaming like i don't i don't do that anymore like i did when i was younger and in college and stuff and i liked collegiate football and it was fun and going and stuff yeah, yeah. but i'm kind of like now i'll like i'll take a nap mid-game <laughs> of course <laughs> yes you may take a nap, nap mid-game you're gonna miss the whole game if you take a nap Look, apparently i missed part of the super bowl taking a nap in my gosh recliner. look i was comfy gisella we had just eaten a lot of food and Giselle was snuggling up to me and I was, you know, just in a blankie and <laughs> put my hoodie over my head and I just like <laughs> I was the guy at the game, like half passed out. You snoring, I, you sleep? I... Yes. 
I love how you pause to answer I'm that. I'm like a loud, well, I'm like a loud breather. Oh, I can see that. It's not like a, like, full on, like, <laughs> I'm not fucking, like, choking on You're my ass like... off. I'm literally just, I'm, I'm just kind of like a, like a loud breather, I think. That's, I mean, that's fair. I, I storm when I sleep. And, yeah. It's, it's funny, I, I'll fall asleep at the most random times. Like, I'll fall asleep for, like, ten minutes. Those are my favorite. Like, if I if I had anything that I would call a nap, it's when I fall asleep for, like, ten minutes, and I wake back up, I feel amazing. Like. Where do you fall asleep? Just, like, standing on the up? The like, oh, <laughs> yeah, like standing up. Down. Yeah, standing up. I fall asleep. No. Uh, I do fall asleep at my desk. Yes. I fall asleep sitting on the couch. I can't do that. Um, I have to be, like, like comfy like in a blankie like snuggled up like that's when i fall asleep it's weird i'll fall asleep like on my nights off if i'm like if i'm really tired i'll like sit in front of my computer and have like youtube or you know netflix or something on and i'll i'll just fall asleep like my hand my head in my hands or laid laid back in my computer chair i'll fall asleep sitting on my couch watching tv and I, I do that sometimes. Yeah, well, because what it is is I I like noise when I sleep, so when it drowns oh, okay. out the rest of the world, I get and like if if I, if I like being I like being cold but warm. So if like a fan is oh, going, yeah, that's me because I have to have a fan when I sleep. I can't. I mean, I don't have a fan when I nap. You know, like if I fall asleep for like ten minutes, I don't need a fan for that. But if like the ceiling fan's going, I have a blanket on. Yeah, I'll, I'll doze off. I like being really, really cold, but yeah, being snuggled up. Yes, a hundred percent. Really cold, and I'll be like in sweats and a blankie, and I'm like, if yes. I'm like cuddly and stuff. Oh, especially if Giselle. Oh my gosh, <laughs> being a parent, like when your kids just like comfy it's, and it's that mama, on. it's that mama bear mode. Like you get, you're like everything's like, safe in the world. Every yes, exactly. I think that's part of it too. Like the like the serenity of it. Mm-hmm. Just you know, you're. Your baby's with you. My pupper's next to me. Like, we're just like. I'm going to have a kid good, just to take you know? naps, man. Dude, that's. <laughs> that's the play. That's <laughs> the... <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's $20. Get away from me. I've had my nap. <laughs> $20. Are you going to slide them under the door, too? Yeah, of course. I'm streaming. Go away. No, see, that's part of the reason I stream late, too. Yeah, so you can get your kid to bed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, makes after sense. she's in bed and she's. She's chilling, and she's she's actually got a great sleeping schedule for the most part. You know, she That's knows good. nine o'clock. Got to start getting ready for bed. Nine thirty, ten. She's she's sleeping. So unlike me, she's got a great sleep schedule. <laughs> yeah, you sacrifice your sleep schedule so she can have a good one. Mm-hmm. What a good mom. Well, I mean, she she has school. They she goes like the last bell rings at like seven fifty. Okay. So you know, she gets up at seven a.m. every day. Yeah, that's rough. I remember, I remember uh, waking up that early. For, I don't ever want to do that again. She's a, kind of a butt about it sometimes. Like she'll wake up and be like, "No, I want to keep snuggling, <laughs> man." And it, I'm like, "No, no, yeah. get away from me!" I'm like, "Get up, <laughs> please." She, get up. she just <laughs> opens the blanket, mommy. Doesn't it look snuggly? No, she does. No, I'm, you think it's a joke, but she's good at that i'll just i've fallen asleep like 20 minutes later and my brother's like don't you have to take her to school and i'm like shit (laughs) everybody run scatter get ready that's amazing i love that 
we uh we're pretty good about like setting clothes out and having everything ready so if we have to leave in 10 minutes we can leave in 10 minutes i might be in like a t-shirt and sweats and house shoes but you know what she's getting to school in time so yeah, that's not, you don't need to <laughs> be dressed it. up yeah my yeah, mom we make it if we have to make it we'll uh, make it my mom used to drive me to school in her nightgown with house shoes and a hoodie on no fucks and if i didn't tell her i loved her after i got like when i was getting out of the car she would roll down the window like because we used to have to stand outside for the first bell to ring to let us in and she would scream my name and say you have to say i love you and i would have uh, it's literally that scene from movies you know like where the parent does it i'm like mom go away hey you know what always give your mom a kiss Always tell her you love her. I'm serious. <laughs> that is such like a, I think like a vital thing. Like I kiss my mom every single day. Tell her I love her. Say good night or I'll text her sometimes. Be like, oh, good morning or something. Like, always, always tell your parents you love them because life's short, man. I you don't want to be like cranky and salty. And so, no, yeah, I... when you go to school, guys, tell your parents you love them. I don't yeah, care. Yeah, all you're... you kids that are still in school that listen to my podcast. Five, six, or 25 years old, you know? Yeah, it was because, I mean, that's a, it was just a kid thing, you know, where it's like, it's embarrassing, you know, to like show emotion, yeah. especially as guys. Well, I hate, one of the tropes I, I hate about, or I like, like, I don't have that with Gisela. Well, yeah, no, I, I agree. I think, I think it's different with dudes. I think, like, yeah, probably. I was in middle school, you know, you're kind of going through puberty, and it's like, you know, dudes. You're like, mom. Well, yeah, <laughs> it's like, it's like showing emotion. It's like a, a you, it's an minutes of weakness. It's like a, you're showing vulnerability. I've grown mm-hmm. out of that, by the way. I hate, I hate that whole thing. Like, guys that are like, I don't fucking cry. I'm like, okay, dude, you're going to punch a hole in something, but okay. You're going to, you know, you're going to mm-hmm. lose your shit. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, healthy, healthy love and healthy emotions is good. A hundred percent. But yeah, yeah I, yeah, I don't struggle with that with Gisela. I, I've she's also six. My mom. So I've what? always wanted, you know, her to like grow up being close to me. Yeah, that's what my mom wanted too. My mom had me when she was twenty, and my sister when she was twenty-five, and she always wanted us to be like my mom and my sister are best friends. And I feel like that maybe is going to be you and your daughter. <laughs> Yeah, I, I well, I hope. I will say I hope, but I think it's about um, oppression with children, like making them like suppress feelings. Yes. Or basically, just not feel comfortable to speak, which is something we had as kids because my parents were strict, and there was things that were like anything like to do with sexuality or to do with just drugs or alcohol or boyfriends or girlfriends or whatever and stuff like that with us was uh, growing up it was kind of like a like just something we didn't talk about i was you know i was always very happy my parents were kind of like my parents like before i was born would like you know do drugs and stuff and like nothing crazy but they were like kind of partiers and then they you know settled See, down my, parents, my mom wasn't like well i grew up with my mom so I'm saying my parents, but I grew up with my mom. So yeah, she was like very like didn't drink, didn't smoke, didn't have anything like there was never alcohol in the house or, you know, now I have a bar in my house and all the liquor <laughs> in the world. So, But uh, 
like it was just something that I don't know like we just and you'll see this a lot with Hispanic kids like not as much now but people like my age that their parents like it was like you couldn't leave the house without being like where are you going blah 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 just like freaking out calling parents like making sure like not a single drop of alcohol nothing and instead of like teaching your kids to do things like openly yeah well that's what my parents did they were like we we hid things it was my parents were like if you go to a party just give us a call and we'll come pick you up you know my mom's like that now yeah but you know it took my little brother going through a lot of what he went through um before we kind of it before things were more open now like i'm 27 years old but if you know i go out maybe once a year like go out out like I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm getting fucked. <laughs> like one time a year, maybe twice max. Um, but, you know, it doesn't matter. She'll be like, call me. I'm, I'll come get you. She's like, I don't care what time it is. She's like, you know, you have another life to yeah. live for. What a good mom. So she's like, I don't. And, and you know, I will. I'm not embarrassed by that. And I'm not ashamed by that. So, yeah, I had my mom pick me up at a bar at 2 a.m. <laughs> hey, like, you're getting home just, safe. And we get home safe and she'll have another mom beer with me take and hang out yeah. outside or something. Yeah. So she's. She's been like great about that now, but growing up, it was like I don't know. It was very like taboo. Yes, it was. It was like we couldn't even talk about it. That's rough because it was like, and it wasn't like she was mean about it or anything. We just didn't talk about it. Yeah, it's it's almost like an it's just an unspoken thing. It's like no, we we don't do that. It's it's there's no. It's almost like there was no reason not to. It's just like we just don't do that. And it's bad because when it comes to sex, drugs, alcohol, like, I promise you, even though it might be fucking cringy, you want to talk to your parents or to kid, like, to your kids yeah. about it. Like, you want to. So I'm hoping that, you know, I'm, I'm sure I'll make mistakes and I'm sure. No one's perfect. Something will always come up, right? And things will happen. But I, I hope and pray that, you know, Gisela will feel good about that kind of stuff with me like hey look like i want to let you know or if she wants to go out like hey i'd rather you just do it at home you want to get drunk for the first time you're you know this whatever age you're at right yeah I, at home. I think that's a i honest that's how it worked for me and i never had the urge like my parents were like you want alcohol here like take a drink and i was like i don't like it they're like see they're like we don't care if you do it and i when they told me well they, they never said verbatim we don't care they implied that if I did it, it wouldn't be that big of a deal. So I never had this urge to like go out and do it in secret, you know, get wasted. and Yeah, and so that's something we did do. I just never cared because I was like, I just want to stay home and play video games. I'm a fucking nerd. I I think about the, like, some of the stuff I did and some of the stuff that happened with my brother and stuff, and I'm like, man, if we had just like... I'm like, damn, we were bad. (laughs) We We were bad. Have you listened to the podcast with Akuna? I didn't. I listened to like, he, the beginning of it. He told me that he used to be a terrible kid. He said I had this friend. We would just steal his parents' car and go places. I'm oh like, what? <laughs> you know what? What's funny is I could definitely see. Yeah. It. He goes. We would just drive to California. I'm like, where? Where, where did you live? New Mexico. My. I can see Hakuna doing that. Yeah, he's. I mean, he's still kind of like that. I'm like. I'm like, wait. When was this? yesterday he also told some ghost stories and i was very disturbed like 
He has oh, some... No, no, I don't like scary stuff. No, nope. you, <laughs> nope. you should listen to nope. it. He had told me a story. Legit, he said he and he and a friend. This was one of the weekends they stole the car. We're we're driving back. I think on Route Eight is what it, what he told me it was, and it's like middle of the night. Like you know, it's pitch black outside, and it's in the desert, so it's flat. You could see for miles, and. He goes, I'm asleep in the passenger seat. My friend's driving. He comes to a, like, slam screeching halt. And, like, he's like, I, I barely stopped myself or before my face hit the dashboard. He goes, I look over. My friend, like, all the colors drain from his face. So he's, like, you know, bone white. And he's, like, looking out into the road. The Hakuna looks out there and they see this person at the... That's a questionable word. In a wedding dress, run across the road. Run over by me. They run oh, across <laughs> the road and, and they just run out into the desert. I was like, yeah, bro, no, that person would have got run over. I would, I'd be gone. <laughs> I was like, in what? That was even that was the most mild story he told me that day. Then, oh hell no. Now, no! He told me other no. things like of like people talking to him in his house, like in voice, like. No, I had that happen to me once. Oh, oh no, 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 tell no, me, no, tell no, me, no, no, no. Okay, don't laugh. I won't laugh. But okay, so when I think I was in like I was in middle school and I had like my first phone. Do you remember recording music to make them ringtones on your phone? Yeah, hundred percent. Like this, I know a lot of the people now have are can be like, huh? Oh, what? You did what, what? boomer? Okay, boomer. Okay, I had a razor <laughs> Same. in sixth grade. Same. Leave me alone. I was cool. Um, no, so what was the shit? Okay, so you remember like having to record it on your phone, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and you want to get it like the best quality, even though let's be honest, it was doo doo. But <laughs> you wanted to like. So I was alone. I was like sitting at like the, you know, the family computer. <laughs> yep. Because <laughs> at the time we didn't all have computers and laptops unless you were like super wealthy, right? Exactly. You're talking about me being, I don't know, like 12. And uh, I was recording it and I like had tried a few times and, you know, it just didn't sound good. So. I kept doing it, and at one point I stopped to try to listen to it, and you couldn't hear anything. I was like, oh, I, I guess I fucked it up. And then it's, like, silent, and you hear, like, a breathing. Oh, hell no. And I was like, oh, my God, this left me fucking traumatized for, like, so long. I, like, got out of my house, I and it broke, was like, you could hear I a breathing. broke my phone. And then, no, 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 that's not it. You could hear, like, a like a breathing owl it was very clear and then you could hear a you will die what and i was like fuck this and i like called my mom crying and she kept the phone for the longest time but it was clear as hell it was like you will die and then you could hear a breathing out again and then like movement and then it like went off yo that's great no way i could i couldn't i would not have used that phone again uh no i didn't okay okay good <laughs> Um, my mom like my mom like put it in a little baggie and like put it away and, and threw it into some holy water got like me that's what she should have done <laughs> no it was like i was like sitting outside of my like our apartment like on the little steps and my mom gets there and i was like i'm not going back in mm -mm, mm -mm. That, like, that's opened crazy up, but she like went in there like opened all the windows and she was like oh my gosh and she listened to it and like she had like 
her friends all listened to it. It was like the scariest shit. I was like, mm -mm, nope. I'm jaw dropped right now. Uh, I couldn't do it. After that, I don't fuck with nothing. I don't record nothing. <laughs> Especially on my phone. I will oh never like gosh. sit there record like sound on just sound. Could and you? Oh my God. A few years later, my brothers tried to like record just sound like at night in that apartment. I was like, y'all are just y'all are asking for it yeah y'all are asking for it man that's like i was like my friends are like let's get a ouija board i'm like no i'm good no i'm good no, uh, no way no. leave leave them alone <laughs> exactly you don't bring that to me no for no, real no. i'm like i'm not trying like i don't know if mm -mm. i can't prove that it's not real or it's real but i'm not tr like it, let's on the odds that it is I'm not trying to roll that those dice, okay? Look, I'm not saying ghosts like exist, but I think there are like some like you know like yeah like there some fucking there can be some like you walked just... into a room and just felt the negative exactly. ass vibes right or like walked into a room and felt like just like the oh my gosh like yes it feels like, like someone's like looking directly at you it's the weirdest feeling. You have you. We've all felt it, and I'm. You know what? I'm not saying there's like ghosts are fucking real, right? But I am gonna say like, you know, leave them alone. <laughs> exactly. Leave the asses. Be, you have. You, know? can, you have to go. Figure their. Go listen you know, to the other ghost stories that Hakuna tells. We can. Sh we can share space and not fuck with each other. It's fine. Hakuna told me. Share space. He told like, me like three stories, and he's like, "I got way more." I'm like, "What?" Are you haunted? What is wrong That's with you? That's because he's like, he's probably looking for it, okay? Let's uh, be real. No, honestly, the stories he told it. me, it was like, he was just doing stuff and like things would happen to him. And I'm like, mm -hmm. like he said, like one time, I think he was at his, he's like a, like a, I think his grandma's trailer or something, like a double wide. And they, he's like, you know, in a double wide, like the windows are like nine feet off the ground, right? I'm like, yeah. He's like, I shit you not, me and my cousin were sitting on the couch watching TV, and we look over at the window, and there's just a face in the window. And he's no. like, he's like, it wasn't a human face. He's like, it, but it was smiling. And he's like, I, I he's like, I ran to my grandma's like, room. Hakuna, that's called a peeping Tom, okay? <laughs> well, he's like, it's nine feet off the ground, so he's like, if it was a human, like, they would have had to have been standing on something, like, really tall. Somebody brought their little ladder. <laughs> For real. I was like, you getting peeped on, Bob. <laughs> but that's, no that's I, not... I i can't i don't i hate stuff like that like i do too i it, don't even watch scary movies like that mm -mm. i really don't oh yeah i I'll, I'll watch scary movies like i can deal with it a lot better now but it's when people tell me stories of like things that happen to them it feels a lot more real you know like a movie i can watch i'm like that's because a movie. they were real oh my god no you know what i'm saying like it feels if <laughs> i'm not yeah i'm not saying it's not real i'm saying like it feels way realer to me like i like you telling me that i'm like that's way freakier than a lot of movies i've you watched you want to know that in that apartment that we lived in like right behind it people were like brutally murdered yo see see nope you don't mess with you don't mess with and like we've, we came to find that out like years later and my friend actually lived in the apartment that that happened in right did anything freaky happen to him no no i don't i don't think so but we oh he's dead now like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I i haven't heard from him in like years. He's cool. <laughs> yeah no i actually we 
like a few years later, we came to find out because they had reopened the investigation. Oh, wow. Which is which is crazy, right? Like a you decade know, or two later, they reopened an investigation. They're like, we found a lot of these recordings throughout the apartment. <laughs> no, Could I don't know imagine? what something came to light uh, in the investigation that it had to be reopened by like the city, basically. I don't want to live near a murder scene and I don't want to live on an Indian burial ground because you will be nope. haunted. A hundred percent. Well, and even if you aren't, you're gonna your brain's just gonna play a hundred percent tricks on you. Honestly, like it's your your mind can make some weird things happen. You know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we came to find out a few years later because, and I don't even know if we were living there anymore. Just like we were friends with all our neighbors, right? And all these Hispanic families like living in the same apartment complex, so everybody knew everybody. And we came to find out that the apartment, like, it was, like, right behind us. Like, our porches faced each other, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember it because the little laundry facility for the apartments was literally next to that apartment. So, I like, I can picture the apartments now. And you're talking about, I don't know, 14 years ago or something like that, 15 years ago. But, yeah, they, we came to find out that they had to, like, basically make the people that were living there move so they could reopen an investigation like they were like taking carpets out and like i mean it was crazy they they like because apparently there was like somebody like brutally murdered a couple there or something and we were like what the dang we were like we were like no wonder this place is haunted oh my god (laughs) like oh hell no but just that's so random to think about now that i'm like an adult i'm like what the well i hope you don't dwell on it i I just wanted to hear the story (laughs) now i'm like now i'm gonna have nightmares shit like so so this is how my brain works i always think of things like in like a movie scenario so like when you told me about that recording i'm like now that it's like it's gonna be like 20 years later and then another recording is just gonna pop up on your phone or you're gonna get a call Okay, I'm Neil. I'm leaving. I'm going. I'm leaving my house. I'm gonna go take. This a- isn't really gonna happen, but like, this is like if it was I'm in a go movie. Soak in the sun. <laughs> gonna. My pet squirrel's gonna murder me. Oh God! But no, I don't know. Yeah, that's freaky. But uh, Mm-mm. I don't. I don't mess with that. I really don't. Yeah, and you know, if anyone's I, listening and you want to get a Ouija board. I yes. hope you get possessed because you deserve it. Mm-hmm. You asked for it. No, I'm just playing. Please don't. Please do not buy that. Okay. <laughs> it's crazy because it's like it's sold it like it's like it's made by like Hasbro. It's a like, game. I'm it's like it's legit a game, but it's uh, not. It's not a game. It is not. Don't don't you leave those spirits alone? Okay, you, <laughs> you can share a space. Sp- you can share a space and not bother each other, okay? For I real. promise you, you are just fine without having to, you know, chit-chat with El Demonio. Like, you don't got to do that. <laughs> no, no. Oh, man. Well, we kind of got to wrap it up, but I want to thank you for being on the podcast. I know you were kind of nervous to come on, but was it as bad as you thought it would be? Yes. What? Why? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Don't lie. No, it was great. It was great. I'm, You're great. I think we had a fun time. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, thank no you. more ghost stories. No, we're gonna have. I'm gonna. You know what? We, me, you, and Hakuna should do a podcast all about ghost stories. We'll do a. We'll do a Halloween edition. No, 
And it's just Hakuna <laughs> telling stories and then listening to your reaction. <laughs> I'll be sitting there like, you're just, all you're going to hear is me crunching on something because I'm so nervous and my nails are going to be gone already. I'm you're just, just going to be like... You're just praying in uh, like fluent Spanish. <laughs> like, look, I, have you seen my Jesus candle next to me? Yeah, I have. I have. Yeah, yeah, I have. Yeah, we we do it for like, I don't even know. You know, initially when we did this, it was like, but now people come into my stream and they're like, hey, I need a candle today. <laughs> That's I have a awesome. Test and I, I, I just need, you know what? They're like, I'm not even religious. I just need a little boost. And I'm like, sure, we'll light, we'll light the yeah, Jesus candle awesome. for you. The day we do that, I'm going to light like, every single candle I own and just be like... It's going to look like you're performing this thing out in your room. Oh, shit. <laughs> you know? And something's going to just flash on all our screens. And we're going to be like, oh, you know what? It's time to go. <sighs> Stop that. Stop that. I'm going to mess with you so much now. I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, thanks to everyone who listened. I uh, really do appreciate it. If you guys uh, don't, make sure you go check out Angelica. All of her stuff was in the intro. So please go check her out. Take care, guys. Thank you. Well, that was awesome.